Hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. And today, I am delighted to bring a friend and my special guest, Lisa Perna. Lisa Perna is the host of the internet talk show, Touched by Prayer, and she is also the founder of Daddy's Girls Conferences. And today we're going to talk about what you do when God gives you a prophetic word and a vision and a dream in your heart that seems way too big for you and how you do that. And we're going to talk about the Daddy's Girl Conferences. And um, Lisa, so I'm going to give you just a moment to think about that because I want you to talk about like the beginning of this Daddy's Girl Conference, but I want to, my listeners to know that I met you uh, about a year ago. I was on your show when my book came out, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, because we're about to celebrate like the one year anniversary of this as we're recording it. And I think when our listeners will still be in the middle of a giveaway that we're going to be doing too for the one year anniversary of my book coming out. But that's how I met you was on your Touch by Prayer show. And um, the Lord just knit our hearts together. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on my podcast and sharing with my listeners, because I think what we're about to talk about with them is going to um, help them understand how when God speaks something that seems way too big for them, how they can begin to partner with God and walk it out. So can you kind of take us way back to when God gave you this prophetic vision, dream word about Daddy's Girls Conferences? Absolutely. First, I'd like to say thank you for having me on. I'm very honored. You're welcome. Um, And I love you. (laughs) I love you too. Um, I think that sometimes what God does is he, he does things. And, um, I think it was James Gall, but other people have called God Jehovah sneaky. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. He dropped this on my lap. I was actually doing a touch by prayer show. And at that point it was only just audio. So it was more of a podcast. And so the, I was talking to, I had a husband and wife and I was speaking to the wife and all of a sudden I heard the Lord say something about daddy's girl. And he started to talk to me and he said, he said, Lisa, my daughters don't know how to be daughters. And so you will teach them. And I thought, well, how the heck am I going to do that? And I started to talk to her. I said, I think I'm supposed to have a women's conference and it's going to be called Daddy's Girl. And she said, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. But I didn't quite understand it. Mm-hmm. And so what I had to do is I started to, I started to pray about it and I started to really go to him and talk to him. And then he gave me a dream. And in this dream, he gave me permission to have the conference. And and I said, okay, Lord, I said, when it's your time, I said, and you want me to do this and you're going to have to help me. And as soon as I prayed that two days later, one of my spiritual fathers actually contacted me and he said to me, Lisa, when are you going to have your conference? And I said, well, I'm thinking about it. And he says, well, if you're waiting to be completely prepared for it, you're never going to have it. He says, you have to step out in faith. And he says, so I'm going to help you with your first one. And he says, we'll put it under my name. He said, I'm going to rent the facility for you. And you don't even, you know, you just have to pay for the facility, but I'm going to do it under my name. So you don't have to go through the paperwork. You don't have to do any of those things that are usually part of what the process, because that process kind of scared me because when you are stepping into something like that, you know, now you're putting your name. And so I wasn't, I wasn't um, confident in my name at that point, but 
but he was, my spiritual father was confident in what God was calling me to do. And so I had my first conference and it was so powerful, Debbie. It was so powerful. And after that one, we had a second one and that one was so powerful. This one I did on my own. I didn't have anybody backing me. And then just this last one, which you came to, which was yeah. so amazing. But it, again, it was so powerful. And what was so funny is the first conference was walking as the daughter of the king. Yeah. The second conference was called Unlocking Your Inheritance. And this last conference that we just had was um, ruling and reigning for his kingdom. And it was after he gave me the, the third title to my conference, he, I was starting to read in Romans 8. And I saw that in Romans 8, it says that the Holy Spirit calls us to call Father Abba. The second part of Romans 8, it says that we have an inheritance through Christ Jesus. And the third part is that all of creation is groaning for the sons and daughters of God to arise. And that was my conference. My conference is based in Romans 8. And so it's been, it's been a journey and it's been so fantastic. But what God has really done in Daddy's Girls is he's just given me a much bigger family. Yeah, that, that's one of the things that I loved about, so I joined you this this last year, right? It was yeah. the, I should have worn my t-shirt. What was I thinking? Because <laughs> I, I wear it so much, it's in the laundry. Um, because I, I love it, because it, it was, it's really about teaching um, the daughters of God to take their rightful place. And yeah. And it starts with their identity and recognizing this and then our inheritance and then the ruling and reigning, which is the one I joined you for. And then I'm just excited for where it's going. Now, when you did this, your, your spiritual father saw this. He believed in you. He came alongside of you. And so he helped you step beyond, I think, what you would say maybe was that fear that was holding right. you back. And that was just the catalyst that you needed, right? Yeah. But right now, there's something else that... that is like another piece to the vision that I want to ask, like you're taking daddy's girl on the road. Um, right. and so we're going to talk about that in a minute, but at the time when he called you to do this conference, did you see it going on the road? Oh no, no, no. Oh no. I thought it was just going to be something I'm from New Jersey and I thought it was just going to be something for New Jersey. But when I started to have my last conference, right before I had my last conference, one of my spiritual daughters contacted me and she said that, I think it's time for daddy's girls to come to Florida. So I started to talk to her and I started to pray about it. And I really felt that it was supposed to, it was supposed to go to Florida. And then I started to get all these prophetic words from all these people. Oh my gosh, I see daddy's girl this, I see daddy's girl that. And again, yeah. and I love prophecy. So I was, I was praying into those things. Yeah. But what I started to do is I went back to the father and I said, Lord, is this something you want? It's, it's great, you know, that, that people are saying this, but you know, you always want to go back and, and hear his timing and check and see, is this the right thing for the right time? And so I started to pray about it. And what I saw, Debbie, I actually saw sorority houses. And I saw these sorority houses. And I started to hear women saying, oh, I'm from Daddy's Girl Tampa. I'm from Daddy's Girl South Florida. I'm from Daddy's Girl Atlanta. I'm from Daddy's Girl Nashville. And I started hearing these different women saying these things. And I saw a sorority house. And instead of the Greek letters, I actually saw the Hebrew letters that said, I am. Mm, and so the Lord started to talk to me and he started to say that he was building these sororities and he, start, he started to talk to me about 
what a sorority does. Women who get into sororities, they have sisters. They don't call them friends. They don't call them that they're their peers. No, they become sisters because they share something in common. They live under the same name. And so what he's saying is that there has been such destruction amongst women and he would like to bring back unity. So he wants to create a sisterhood. And I believe that the Daddy's Girl Conference is about sisterhood. It's not about names. It's not about titles. It's not about agenda. The agenda is to bring unity. It's to bring freedom. It's to empower. It's to promote. It's to cheer each other on. That's what a sorority does. They cheer each other on. They're there for each other. They love each other. And they become lifelong friends. They, the women that I've spoken to who've been in sororities, they said, those are my sisters. I can always go to them. Yeah. And yet we don't have that in, in the church all the time. Right, we don't, and, we don't. And so that's what the Lord really started to talk to me about. And I said, okay, Lord. I said, I'm going to go to Florida and I'm going to do it. And I'm doing it September 13th and 14th of this year. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited. But I, and I said to him, I said, but Lord, is this what you want? And when he showed me that vision, Debbie, when he showed me the sorority house and I saw his heart for that, mm -hmm. I, it broke me because yeah. His heart is about unity and there is just no reason because each of us, each person, each individual has a calling from the father and each person's voice is important. What they're supposed to do is important. Nobody outweighs each other in the kingdom of God. It is equal. We stand equally together. But if one person is thinking that they can do everything, I can't do anything. Because I, and that's why when I do the Daddy's Girl Conference, I bring my sisters with me. Yeah. I bring my sisters with me because I can't do it by myself. And this is not a one-man show. Yeah. This is about women who are with me, who are my tribe, who are my sisters, who are my family. I have a spiritual mother who comes with me, who's come alongside me. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. This is not just... It's not a one-man show. This, no, is, this not. is something that's different. And you know the thing that I the thing that I loved about um, I, I've been to conferences. I've put on conferences. I've been a conference speaker. Um, but when I came to your conference, I came into a group of your um, your sisterhood, really. And actually, there were men there too. So yeah, I just were. for my men listeners, I want you to know that that you know, there were men that infiltrated daddy's girl because, um, <laughs> they <don't wanna> come. <laughs> yeah, because they wanted to come. And in fact, you, you live streamed it and there were men that were watching because the yeah. messages are powerful. It doesn't matter if we're sons or daughters, right. um, but you have a heart that's really to go after the daughters and healing those things in them. But what I loved about your conference when I came is that I didn't know any of you. The only one I knew was you. And I came in and there was no competition. There was speakers and people that flew in from all over the place. It wasn't just New Jersey people. It was people coming from California and from Nashville and from Illinois and from Arizona. And people were coming in from everywhere to attend this. And that there was, it was just this different spirit about it because, because you see the bigger picture for what God um, wanted for daddy's girl. And what I loved about you is that, you know, it, you may have 
and I didn't know the whole story. So thank you for sharing the whole story behind daddy's girl. That, that, that first one may have been a little bit hard for you to step out in, but once you stepped into the thing that God had given you a prophetic vision for, you ran with it and then you listened to him to adjust what needed to do. And that I love how God works with you, Lisa, that he gives you confirmation. Does he do that in everything? Does he, does he then give you confirmation with everything? Like he'll speak to you and then all of a sudden, like everybody's telling you the same thing. If, if I told you, I have stories, man. I have, I have stories that, that when people, okay, I, I went through, I went through a situation and God would tell me something and within like a day, sometimes within hours, I would get confirmation and people would say, I know that God moves, but Lisa, for goodness sakes, he moves yeah. so fast because I, I don't do anything unless I get confirmation. Yeah. And so I, I've just, to me, it's so important to stay on task and to stay the course to what God wants me to do. And, and I just, I say that, I say that because of my love for him. Mm. That's really what it comes down That's to, good. Debbie. It's not even, that down. yeah, it's, it's really my love for him. I love, I love him so so, so much. And he is so, so good to me that I just want to do, I want to go out of my way. When you love somebody, when you truly love somebody, there is nothing that you don't want to do for them. Like for my children, I don't mind going and doing things for my children because I love my children. I love my animals. So I go and I take care of my animals. I love my husband. So I go and do things for my husband. I love my friends. I go and do things for my friends. How much more can I do for the father? How much more can I do after he's done so many wonderful things, how he has brought so much joy and, and he's given me, he's given me a tribe. He has given me friends that, that they might not even live in this same state as me, but I am so knit together with them. And this has been my heart cry since I've been a little girl. We're to have people who really loved me just for me, not for something that they wanted me to be, but for something for who I truly am and for them to see the goodness. And sometimes they've actually pulled out parts of me that I didn't even realize that that existed. Mm. And that's the beauty about having a tribe is that we can actually pull from each other and we can start to pull out those hidden gems, those hidden things inside of us that we sometimes have blocked and pushed all the way down because of the hurt and the judgment and the wounds that we've encountered, you know, in life. Yeah. I, and I love, I, I love too, Lisa, that that daddy's girl, I think came out of because you needed that sorority of sisters. You needed that thing. And I think one of the things people are like, well, what does God have for me? But he often uses those things in us that he gives us territory to walk in authority of. And I think that's the one thing that in, in this year that I've known you, that you really walk in this authority. Like you are so passionate about not just women, but men too, that -hmm. you are so passionate though, um, specifically about women, one coming together, um, having a tribe, finding their people, but really understanding their identity so they can walk it out. Okay. So you said this, you said, um, that is so important about staying the course. And so what would you say to somebody that 
kind of, they felt like God dropped a vision or a dream in their heart. They haven't done anything with it yet. So they haven't stayed the course. Like what would be the encouragement or what would you say to them as like, here's a couple of steps, not that there's a formula because it's different for everybody. But if you were wanting to like, give them a little kickstart, like to get back on the course, what would you say to those listeners? Well, the, the first thing is that when God gives you a vision, you know, he doesn't expect you to do the entire thing because then you don't need him. So if the vision is too small, it's probably not coming from God because God gives us these big mama Luke kind of visions, you know? And so what you do is you do what you can do. And I always go back to the verse. It says, if I can trust you with the small, I can trust you with the bigger. And so that's what he did is he gave me this, this conference and we started it and it was small and it started to evolve and it started to become bigger. So I just did the steps that I could do and I let God do the things that I couldn't do. And he brought the people in, he brought the changes in, he brought the speakers and he even told me what speakers to get because I didn't know who to get. I'm like, I don't even know who to get. And he told me, call this person call this person. And so that's what I did. So if, if God has put something inside of you, the best way to get back on track, talk to him, talk to him, go always go back to the father, go back and ask him and say to him, you know, and write things down. One of the, the strongest things that somebody ever told me to do, they said, start dialoguing with God. They said, if you don't think that you hear God, you write a question down on a piece of paper and don't pick up that pen. As soon as you get a thought, you start writing down that thought and you write down exactly what is being said. Look at it. Show it to somebody who does hear from the voice of God that you trust and see what you'll say. Because at first it might be you, but guess what? It's going to be him because he so desperately wants to talk to you. So he's going to come back in and he's going to say, okay, let's do this. Or he's going to give you an idea try this. That's what he's going to do. You know, I was supposed to go to the Jersey shore that I knew that was where I was supposed to have one of my conferences, but I couldn't go the second year because it wasn't the time because the person who needed to be there couldn't be there. And so it was kind of shifted, which was fine. The place that we went to was great. But then the third year, we were able to have that person come and it was the right time. And there was something about that, that, that God's timing is always perfect. So sometimes we can think we get off course, but really it's just that we've just got ahead of our time. And so we just need to sit back and we just need to refocus and just say to, to the father, okay, Lord, what's next? I always believe that, you know, there's um, the, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. The the cartoon, yeah. you know, the, when the wizard lost all his powers, and and so Chris Kringle says he says I don't know what to do. He says I'm no longer this powerful wizard. How do I move? And he goes put one foot in front of the other. Oh, that's good. That's it. Just take one step, one step at a time. That's good. So when, for those that are listening, they're like, oh man, well, she just really hears the Lord. There was no opposition. She didn't feel like she got it wrong. I mean, what would you say to those people that are listening? Well, like, okay. So as far as daddy's girls, um, because, because I trust the people that God has placed in my life, I went to them. 
as soon as I hear something, I always go and take, okay, I heard this. Let me bring it back to these people. Let me see what they say. And we start praying into it. So opposition, absolutely. I had opposition because when, when you're starting to do something, when you're starting to move into something, you know, the enemy is going to come after your strongest gift, whatever your strongest gift in, that's where he's going to attack you the most. And so I had two really great years of daddy's girl. And then in between my second and my third, I got opposition. I got, I got smacked upside the head. And it was to come against the things that I've been called to do. It came against everything. It came against my core. It came against my, who I am. It, it came against that I heard. It came against my motives. It came against my attention. It came against my purity. It came against everything that I value so much so that I was going to actually walk away from ministry. Mm. And it took my tribe to stand with me. Yeah. It took my tribe. It took the people who God had placed in my life, who started to speak life back into me, who started to speak my purpose back into me, who started to speak my identity back into me. So yes, opposition is going to come, but he, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. And so when I was going through it, the Lord was actually what people would think of as being being hurt, I was actually being strengthened mm. because it's getting, as something gets bigger, you have to stretch. You know, if there's that verse that says, stretch out your temp pegs, mm -hmm. stretch out your temp pegs is a very hard and, and very laborsome thing yeah. to do. It's not easy. It takes, you have to really pull. You have to just walk backwards. There's sweat, there's pain that's involved, but it's something that's necessary. And so that is, that's kind of how I feel is that when you're getting opposition, it's because God is trying to move something or remove something in you that is going to help you in your expansion. That is so good. That is so good, Lisa. So I just to kind of summarize what you said for the people that are like, oh, okay, I'm not sure. I missed it. I, I didn't stay the course. I missed it. And so how can I course correct? How can I get back on course? You said dialogue with God. Absolutely. First and most important thing, right, is that we have to have that relationship with God because I believe that if God drops something in your heart that he has this dream or vision for you, he doesn't just abandon it. We might think it's dead, but he is not. Like he is the reviver of those dreams and those visions and he's the giver of those. And so if it's a true God given one, he's going to reveal. Then you said that you look for confirmation from outside sources, not just yourself, right? And that you also take it to your tribe and you have your tribe or you have your community of people that you have them surround you. And then opposition's gonna come. It's gonna come, but this is where you stay the course and you get your people with you and they stand with you and then you still step out in faith. Which then brings me to this closing thing that I want you to talk about because I want to let people know, Daddy's Girl is going on the road and this was not your thing. This, yeah. I mean, yes, you're still gonna do Daddy's Girl um, every year right now in New Jersey. That's the plan. Like I'm supposed to become maybe one of the speakers in 2020. Um, 
in May, but that you're taking Daddy's Girl on the road to Florida, but we don't think that that's the only stop. It's not a one stop on the road. We believe that God is going to open this up because I've been one of those people that have been praying with you. But can you tell people about how and when and where they can sign up for this conference? Because um, I just want to pause here. This is unlike any conference these people are going to attend. It's not like your regular, oh, I'm going to go do this. This is going to equip you. It's going to train you. It is going to get you with people that are your people that are going to get you and you're going to start growing together because when you come together and God does something in your midst, then you're propelled forward. I have gone so much acceleration in my life by just being a daddy's girl this last year which is just in May. And it's just been a, a few short months. And I, I believe that that's because that is an anointing Lisa that you carry. So, okay, I'm going to stop talking. Tell us the dates, how they can sign up and where it is in Florida. Okay. It's going to be September 13th and 14th. It's going to be in Ruskin, Florida at Little Harbor Resorts. It's actually in the Tampa area. So if they're, if they're driving, they're going to be driving towards uh, Ruskin is near Tampa. It's a beautiful resort. I mean, it's just gorgeous. So I'm super excited about it. They're going to get breakfast because I'm, I am from New Jersey and I'm Italian. So it's very important to eat, as you know. Yes, yes. Because we went to the Jersey diner several times. Yes. <laughs> Very mucho importante. Yes, we take, make sure that my people eat. So we're going to share a meal because I think there's something that's very intimate when you yes. share a meal with people. So we're going to share um, lunch. Yeah, there is going to be a prayer over every single woman. It's not like a typical conference where maybe you might get pulled out by the no every single woman because I think that. Prophet, prophecy is important. Yeah. I think that if you know that God has a place for you to go and that God has something to say, I think it's imperative, in fact, for you to hear from him. Yeah. So every single woman gets prayed and prophesied over every single person. Yeah. So, and it's Friday night and then it's Saturday. We have incredible worship. I'm so excited about the worship team. I am, it's from two different churches. I know, I know the, um, one of the speakers, Kara Berkey, and she's, a, she's my spiritual daughter and she's just amazing. That's so right. I'm so excited. So if they're interested in coming, you can go to touchbyprayer.com, click on women's conference. That's going to have the information and Actually, if you guys want to, if you can't come to the conference, you can pray for Daddy's Girl. You can actually, I'm always about prayer. You can pray into it. You can ask the Lord, you know, if, the, if there's a word, you can always, you know, send me a, a message on touchbyprayer at gmail.com. You can also go to my website and there's a place that you can leave messages on my website on Touch by Prayer. Um, but, you know, the thing about the, the moving it's, um, we're doing this one. We're going to see how it, it travels. And I just really believe it's going to travel well because I'm just taking the presence. I kind of feel in some ways I'm, I'm kind of taking the, the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> and I'm bringing the Ark of the Covenant every place that I go, because guess what? We all house the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's coming with me every place I go. Yeah. So the presence and the power and the glory is going to be manifested because I just let him do what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. So it's not, I, my agenda is his agenda. My agenda is for women to feel empowered, to feel um, embraced, to feel loved, 
there is no, we don't, it's not like clickish. We, I don't do that. We are all there. We all become part of daddy's girl. That's what it is. And that's why I believe that God has so graciously put his fingerprint on it. That's why I truly believe that because I'm, I just would like to steward it well, because this is, I don't know how long it's going to last, but as long as it lasts, I just want it to be, I want to keep the purity and I want to keep the, um, the love going. Yeah. And that is so good. And, and I'm just going to tell any of my listeners that, that if you cannot get to Florida in September, then you need to be watching and you need to be following Lisa. And she has, um, her touch by prayer show. That's every Tuesday night at 8 PM Eastern. You can find it on Facebook. You can go and find her page there, but she also has it on her website with links to that. And so you want to be following her because you, and and I want to say this, if you want daddy's girl to come to your town, then you need to reach out to Lisa because this is, it is unlike any conference that I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of them and I've put a lot of them on, but the saturation of prayer, the thoughtfulness, the anointing, just what, um, being willing to follow the Holy spirit, like there's powerful stuff that happens and the people that you're connected with that come and are speakers, it is, it is worth the money. I mean, actually it's worth more than you charge. Honestly, I will say that. I will say that. So, um, I just want to encourage our listeners that if you're in Florida or you are just feeling the quickening of the Holy spirit, that you would go and sign up and register for daddy's girl, uh, Tampa, Florida is September 13th and 14th. Lisa already told you how uh, you can connect with her. Lisa, I just want to thank you for being on the show. I want to thank you for sharing about, um, how how we have to position ourselves before the Lord. Um, as we close and before I just kind of sign off here, could you pray for those of us that maybe feel um, that we've missed it or it might be too late? Can you pray for us to Absolutely. get back on course and to just Absolutely. whatever God puts on your heart? Absolutely. So Lord, I just, I just thank you so much that you just love that there is nothing that we can't run away from your love. So Lord, I just ask you, Father God, just to quicken, just to quicken their hearts mm -hmm. to just bring the, oh, okay. So the Lord, the Lord has placed seeds inside of each and every single one of us. And even if we think that we're barren, even if we think we don't have anything, God has something planted. It's already been there. It was in there from the foundation of time. God placed it in there. So Lord, we just ask you to blow, to blow on those seeds. We ask you, Father God, to send Holy Spirit and to send Holy Spirit just to saturate, to saturate so that that thing blooms and bursts open. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, for for um for visions in the night that they start to see things lord i thank you father god that you will speak to them even as they rest that you will speak to them and you will stir back up all those things inside of them those things that they can't even speak about because they feel that they've lost it lord i thank you that you are the god of time that you created time and time is within you so lord we thank you father god that you operate outside of time that you can bring things into fruition with a snap of your finger, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that just like with Sarah, Sarah thought that it was impossible. It was impossible because she was past the age, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that the Sarahs that are out there that think that they missed it, they think that they're too old, Lord, that you will go and you will quicken them and you will send someone that says, this time, 
next year, you will have exactly what you've been praying for. That the things that you have seen and that I have told you that you will see them come to pass. That the women who've been crying out like Hannah, who cried and cried and cried and waited, that they will be birthed, that there will be something that this time next year that they will be holding and they will have exactly what the promises that you have said, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that there is a, a quickening a quickening right now in their spirit that they can feel themselves start to get excited again lord i thank you father god for the hope the hope that you're pouring back into them lord i thank you father god for the vision the vision that they can start to see again and lord i ask you that they can start to dream again mm-hmm. they you are the maker of dreams. And Lord, I so I thank you that you are just going to start to make them dream again, mm-hmm. to start to believe again, to start to hope again, Lord. Oh, I just praise you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lisa, thank you for that prayer. Like, uh, uh, that is so good. And so I just speak that over everybody that's listening, man, woman, and child, that you would dream again with God, that you would step into those things that he has and that he would bring confirmation and he would bring people alongside to partner with you to bring to pass those things which he's released in you. Well, I want to thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you have enjoyed this podcast, we hope that you would subscribe, that you would share it with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, would you subscribe? And would you also share this also with your friends and leave us a review? We would love that. And then we would love and honor, uh, be honored for you to share it with your list uh, friends. You're my listeners. Oh my gosh. You know, it's, it's live. That's how it is, right? We don't edit. Um, and then I also, I also just want to say that right now we're still giving the giveaway because we're celebrating my books one year, one year, uh, book anniversary, right? It was born one year ago. Yeah. One year ago. And, um, so I'm doing a giveaway over on my website. You can go to debbiekitterman.com, um, backslash, Um, blog and you can hit the current blog and you're going to find a raffle copter giveaway with all the different things. Uh, I hope you'll enter because I'm giving away some really good prizes there. Lisa, thank you for being my guest. I am excited to hear the fruit of what comes from daddy's girl, because this is just one stop in a road trip of the lifetime. And so I'm really excited for that. And again, listeners, thank you for uh, joining us and we will see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Shadows of